Uh, hello and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading. Hi, I'm Anthony Yu. I'm Vice President of Silicon Photonics Business Unit at Global Foundries. Anthony, thanks so much for being part of the podcast. We, I should say, we're here at OFC in San Diego. We're in the Global Foundries booth and, uh, and we're talking just right here in the open space so anybody could walk by and hear what we're saying. So, so be very careful that I uh, don't catch you off guard. Well, it's really nice to see you here, and I have to say it's great to be back here at OFC with people here, with buzz, with booths, with customers and partners. It's really great to be here in person. Great. Um, so uh, for our audience who hasn't uh, kept up with Global Foundries, obviously you're a publicly listed company, so coming up to speed's easy enough. <laughs> but uh, what's the last, say, three to five years been like for Global Foundries? Well, it's been, it's been a... Uh, a lot of transition. We've had a found our true north strategically. Okay. Uh, in 2018, we decided to, to move away from chasing after smaller nodes, going after seven nanometer, five nanometer, fine place to be for a semiconductor company. But we moved into differentiated technologies, which are feature-rich technologies for specific markets. Okay. We had our IPO in October, and since then, it's been, just been great. We've had validation of our business model and validation of our technologies. And how many, uh, uh, so you're, uh, where are you headquartered and what are your, uh, like how big is the company worldwide just to give a sense of scale? We're headquartered in Malta, New York, which is about 90 miles north of New York City, outside of Albany. Um, we're about a $6 billion company, uh, publicly traded. Uh, we're growing quite rapidly. We're in markets including mobile markets, mm -hmm. compute markets, uh, Internet of Things markets, and of course photonics. And let's talk about the photonics business unit itself. How big of a, a, of a business is that for Global Foundries? And, uh, and what's, uh, what are you announcing at this show? Uh, I'm not going to give specific revenue numbers. Uh, that, that will be given by our CFO at, at quarterly earnings. We're, sure. uh, we're a relatively small market, uh, small size business within Global Foundries, but we're probably one of the fastest growing businesses mm -hmm. within, within Global Foundries, driven by the optical networking market itself, which as you can see here, is growing by leaps and bounds, specifically in the data centers. We made a significant announcement on Monday to announce a platform called GF Photonics, spelled with an F, F-O-T-O-N-I-X. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be tech, the tech industry if we didn't mess right. around with the, it's, the it's spellings. Clever, clever branding. Yeah. Anything um, to make my job harder is, there you go. is perfectly fine. It's a, it's I'm not a, bitter. It's I'm a, just, <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's a versatile foundry platform. It's a foundry platform with a process design kit and differentiated features to support the needs of fiber optics in the data center, between data centers, photonic computing, quantum computing, and LiDAR. So it's a very okay. versatile foundry platform. That's huh. what we're really excited about. And so you're going to be able to take in, uh, you know, uh, orders and customer requests for all of those specific applications. And, and what's the what's the what's the time to market sort of look like for that? Well, I think the market is here right now for within data center for ten kilometers and less distances, mm -hmm. um, transceiver to transceiver. The market is upon us probably in the next two years for something called chip to chip communication, mm -hmm. where you use where you use optics to drive GPU to GPU connections, and then the lidar market is probably going to be making its appearance sometime in the 26, 27 timeframe, okay. driven by the automobile industry. And photonic computing is going to be introduced in the next couple of years, but we start to see um, as the emphasis on power consumption becomes more apparent, I think that will start to take off as well. 
Okay, so so it, it, it's it's certainly promising. What um, uh, what about the uh, uh, sort of other companies you're partnering with or sort of uh, working with to make this happen? We have a, a fantastic set of partners. We have leaders in um, established fields like Broadcom, like Nvidia, mm. like Cisco, like Marvell, and then we have completely intimate, open, uh, very, very collaborative, um, almost like their global finance employees, relationships with some very young startups that have just the, the vision to be able to use photonics in ways that we hadn't thought about before, mm -hmm. like Higher Labs, like Ranibus, like Light Matter, mm -hmm. like Cyquantum, like Xanadu, some, some really, really up and coming companies that I'm pretty sure five or 10 years from now will be driving conferences like this mm -hmm. with their announcements. Interesting. What is the, um, uh, the 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 biggest driver for the photonics uh, business unit right now? Like, what are, what are, what is the uh, you know the, the the main application that's pushing everything forward? And do you see that changing in the next uh, in the next few few years? Well, it was like the real estate adage. You know, what are the three most important things in real estate? Location, location, location. Right. Bandwidth, bandwidth, bandwidth. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the, the uptick of, of bandwidth usually took like four or five years you know, mm -hmm. to go from 25 gig to 40 gig to 100 gig. Now we're seeing one of our uh, partners is sampling 800 gigabits per second today. Wow. Uh, which is which is incredible. So I think the, the biggest thing just driven by the amount of data that's being generated within the data centers today, I think I saw a statistic that uh, 90% of the data has been, been created just in the last two years. Mm -hmm. So it's an incredible uptake. And I think the uptake in, in data and the uptake in, in bandwidth requirements is really creating a real real need for photonics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And not just, you know, it's like not just, we would always think like fiber to the home or metro fiber, but these days the data center connectivity is it seems to be taking off because uh, I'm, I'm in North Texas and almost everywhere I turn, there are new uh, commercial real estate transactions happening to sell more data center space, and of course they're going to fill it up, and of course they're going to connect everything you know, inside, and those buildings are getting bigger and you know, those farther and farther apart and that sort of thing. So there's, there's quite a, uh, there seems to be quite a bit of demand on that side as well. Yeah, plus I think the pandemic has kind of ushered in a new era of everybody working from home, yeah. uh, educating themselves at home, and entertaining themselves at home, and all that drives more and more requirements in the data center. Mm -hmm. How does that change a, a, you know, a, a company like GF when you guys are, uh, you know, obviously some parts of the pandemic, you know, shut us all down, but uh, how, how has it been kind of getting uh, getting back to work, uh, you know, now that we're in what appears to be a, a, a milder version of the pandemic? Well, I hope the pandemic days are behind us, but one of the things I'll point out with Global Foundries is, because we have highly automated factories, mm -hmm. 300 millimeter factories, um, we actually stayed open the whole time. Mm -hmm. We had people coming to work in probably the cleanest environment you can have, which is a HEPA-governed, HEPA clean room environment. Sure. We maintain production, we maintain our orders. Like the rest of the industry, we are completely sold out for the next few years. Right. But we maintained our deliveries. And the demand for these types of products in the data centers are unabating. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it, we have to continue to innovate, continue to innovate on time, continue to supply parts to our the, these hyperscale data centers and not miss a beat because our society really depends on us being able to work remote. For the supply chain issues, um, is there anything that, that GF has, has learned or can adapt to to kind of uh, 
you know, mitigate some of that, or has that affected you all as much because of where you are in the ecosystem? I think supply chain is affecting everybody mm -hmm. across the board, but we try to maintain, you know, dual sources where necessary. Thus far, we've been able to um, manage our way through it, mm -hmm. but it's certainly something that the entire industry needs to be concerned with. Obviously, the automobile industry has got a lot of attention on that, mm -hmm. but we have some very long-term partnerships with, with customers who are actually looking ahead, ordering capital, and buying capacity in advance to be able to meet the demands they forecast. Those types of partnerships really form the basis of our business. Okay. Uh, Anthony, you, I hope you have a great show. Thanks so much for taking a little bit of time for us. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh -huh.